0: Okay, one of my first memories, which has been coming back to me over and over these last couple of weeks, I think, cause we're on lockdown and things are kind of coming back to remembering about your childhood and st- stuff like that. So one of mine is when we were kids, we used to hang about in Belfast and we went into this big old factory and we brought back all these like sheets of tarpaulin and we created this like awesome base for me and like maybe eight of my friends. And once we built it, like the rain came down, like just a complete monsoon of rain. And we were all inside it, but it was like perfect. And it was like the nicest memory of of my whole childhood, something so simple. And what it's done is like the rest of my life, whenever I hear rain or if I'm ever on a walk, I'll stop and I'll just sit and listen to the rain. And then recently there, um, just because I'm not out as much, um, I've started downloading these apps about rain. And there's so many of them online. They're like these sort of white noise or brown noise. like apps that you can listen to. And I've been playing them non stop. So I'm torturing my wife at night. She wakes up in the middle of the night and goes, is it, is it raining? Is it and I've got all this ambient music all playing around. But it's so awesome. It's such a nice memory, actually, just whenever you're coming back. Like I'm 41 now and I'm going back to like whenever I was maybe like eight or something like that. And it's just such a vivid memory. And even listening to the sound off it night just brings you right back. So, so good.
1: It's so nice. Do you know what? I've also got an app with them sounds on it mm-hmm. and i love the one with there's a crackling the fire you can listen to um,
0: yeah i've tried some of the other ones because like, i've tried listening to the water i've tried listening to the waves and things like again and i just i keep coming back to that same one but they're they're so good actually so detailed as well
1: class love it brilliant first memory chris so <laughs> who are you where are you and what are you currently working on
0: Right. Well, I am Chris McLeanigan. I own a, a design agency in Northern Ireland, and what we're currently working on is keeping all our customers alive and well over this this pandemic. So, mm. week week one, once Boris kind of locked everybody down, we had so many calls, like probably ninety percent of of the world, where um customers were panicking, didn't know what to do, and we we basically we knew. From our own experiences, we've run for 25 years as an agency and we've went through the dot com crash and the 2008 credit crunch crash. And the things for us that happened then, we've kind of carried through with us and we're relating that with our customers. So, mm. what I'm doing currently is helping them navigate their way through probably where they're thinking, like batting down the hatches, screw everything down get rid of all your staff, keep things as lean as possible and try and get through it. We're, we're trying to encourage people not to do that as much as possible uh, or where possible as well. So that's kind of what I'm working on. We're doing a lot of like social media ads. We're doing a lot of like, we're still doing like radio pieces and things like that. So there, there's a lot going on. And what I thought was going to be a very relaxing couple of weeks watching Netflix, Tiger King and all that mm-hmm. has turned out to be a very, very busy time for us. So it, it's weird that you wake up in your bedroom next door and you walk through into another bedroom and you're working again and you're working there from maybe nine right up until like maybe seven and, and some, some nights but it's um, it's definitely an interesting time but the the positivity that I'm starting to f- start feeding back to me now from customers and from people just even like yourself just there's definitely a vibe of people seeing that, that we're going to come out of this and things mm. things are going to be better once, once we get through it but it's a tough time there's no doubt about it it's awful
1: chris that's super interesting that you've been going for so long and you've went through so Mm -hmm. many different periods um would you say obviously this is very different but in terms of you know going through the them other crashes and stuff what's the big difference in this period of time or do you see that like I'd just like you know your thoughts on it. Because I, to be honest, I don't know much about them periods or I, I wasn't in business or anything then. <laughs> wow, well, yeah.
0: that makes me feel old. Um, Well, pretty much, like we went through some really bad times where we had all our eggs in one basket with um certain, like say, public agencies that yes, we were working yeah. with. And basically, once they all started folding up over the credit cards where things were just tightened down so much, um it, it rocked our business to the point that um henry my business partner he was not even paying himself a wage because Mm he was he was unable to pay himself and i i said to him like let's just fold the company up if we if we can't go any further we need just to shut the doors but we'll fall through it and the big takeaway from it all is that relationships matter and the more you work with relationships with with people um they they kind of do good by you and and that's that's what's kind of guided us through two recessions is having really good relationships with our customers and and in turn it's it's kind of like fueled our business and we've been able to, to ride out those two but no doubt there were hard times we're in a hard time at the minute and it's not going to be easy coming out of this one in fact even probably the trend and say that this scenario is like what those two scenarios is is unfair because it's it's totally different but mm. it's got the same panic and the same fear that I'd noticed over those two times where people were genuinely like wondering where the their payment for their, their homes were going to come from. And it's, it's presented definitely opportunities for people to either work on their business at this time and invest in their business at this time or to run in panic and maybe have their, their business fold up on them. So at the minute, I'm seeing a lot of people who are going to come out of this really positively and it's the ones that are they are fighting for their companies and i was talking to a friend of mine who was saying like if you think of all the blood sweat late nights tears fights with your partner that you've went through to get your business to this point why not fight even harder at this at this very moment to, to push it on through so rather right, than give up on it because like you know what it's like is like you've put all that time in and all all those sort of sadness moments mm-hmm. and you want to get something out of it you really do
1: I think that's brilliant advice, and do you know what, it's amazing to hear someone's perspective who's went through other challenges and other periods of time, because I'm sure there's a lot of businesses who's never even went through a crisis, or maybe only ended the second, third, fourth year of their Mm -hmm. business, and like what am I going to do? So it was great to hear your perspective on that. And um, for yourself, Chris, have you had any new opportunities in the last few weeks? Maybe in business, or maybe even just something yourself, you're learning or?
0: Yeah, right. well, because we do a lot with like different clients that are almost like startups and, and companies like that, they're either looking like you to partner with them where you'll do all their media production for them. And then they'll maybe cut you in on a, on a part of their business. Yes. So there's, there's always opportunities like that. I'm very, kind of stand off from jumping into loads of opportunities because over our 25 years of being in business we've done we've been there we've done that we've burned ourselves and we've burned ourselves again with with those opportunities and mm. for me i i find that if you stick at what you're really good at and what you're passionate at, that's kind of like what brings people rapping on your door and, and getting business in so even in this bad period we're still getting plenty of new business which is great and i I just i'm a massive believer in like just watch the doors that you open and, and don't always jump into things mm. whereas in the past we have and, and we've we've set up websites we've set up partnerships with other people and and they've all cost us quite a lot of money over the time but in in some of those things you've taken away a lot of learning from them and then applied them to your own business which has really helped it
1: yes very good, that's brilliant. Chris. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit and I would like to ask, what is one of your greatest successes?
0: <laughs> well my greatest success I, I absolutely has to be staying in business with, with my business partner for, <laughs> for 25 years. <laughs> um, like I don't know. It's, it's almost like a second marriage is that the two of us we've, he's been my best man from a wedding. We've went on countless holidays together. We've cried together, we've laughed together, we've seen awful times and really mm-hmm. happy times, and I think as a success, whenever I look over my life ago, I, I actually really I'm happy that I've, I've stayed in the same job since I came out of school when I was seventeen, right up until till now when I'm forty one, that I've I've stayed with the same company and we've grown it together. So for me, that's my my big success is that I've a company that I'm very proud of, that I've cried in and I've laughed in and I've seen build up and i've seen fall down and and where we are where we are at the moment so that's kind of my big success
1: that's incredible and the flip of that (laughs) question is one of your greatest challenges i'm wondering is that the same answer (laughs) (laughs)
0: um okay one of our biggest challenges is that over the, the last years growing up i always thought that being a big company and having the big brands was what mattered for your company and i grew up I, I left school, I didn't have any education from from secondary school, left school and joined this company that we're in at the minute. And I always had a thing in my head that that I, I wasn't qualified. The, the whole imposter syndrome basically is that yeah, that you shouldn't be speaking to people about brand because you haven't studied at university and, and all this sort of stuff. And in the background, it was my biggest passion. It was the stuff I was learning at night. It was the things that I was spending my free time on. And the whole way through it, that was my biggest challenge was actually growing our company. And I kept wanting us to have bigger clients and higher profiles. And we ended up, um, a couple of years ago there, we we joined with a, a an agency in London. And it went really, really well at the start. And then it, it was a total burnout where it just it almost destroyed our company. And for me, my biggest challenge has been to be happy with what we have and the customers that we have and be happy with the successes that we have rather than always looking outward and it's, it's so easy to do you get i'm probably i don't know i'm long in the tooth now enough to know that we we should be thinking differently and thinking better now at this at this stage but you still look at other companies and think well, he's only 25 and he's run the uh, a million pound uh, turnover mm-hmm. and he's sitting on a yacht in spain how can i not do that and you you see that and like it's the whole thing of like comparisons the thief of joy. It's it's, it's your happiness if you compare yourself. So it's always been a, a challenge for me. And, and I think now that we're kind of getting a bit older, hopefully we're getting a bit wiser with it. Mm.
1: That's so good. That's, that's that's good advice and very thought-provoking as well because I know probably lots of agencies. It's always trying to get them people we've worked with and, you know, to build a reputation. And mm-hmm. I think... It's nearly a bigger success when you can take someone who's only started up or unknown and make them known. And uh, so, yes, that's very good. So, Chris, if you were to go back in a time machine and had a few minutes with your 18 year old self, what sort of things would you be saying to him?
0: I think coming off just the back of that, that last one with the, the challenges is that to be happy with what you have and stuff. Still- comparing i think that's that's the biggest thing is that i've wasted so much time trying other things to, to get somewhere that would need to be and if you could go back in time like the the money that we would save the time that would save would be just crazy like there's some projects i've done where i've spent i'm sure 500 hours on on certain projects and that's that's a whole whack of your life that you've lost that yes you, you'll take stuff away and you'll learn from it but um there's quicker routes to doing that And the older I get, the more I'm I'm precious about my time, more than anything, especially my time, actually, be the the big complaint.
1: Hmm. Um, If you had one thing, Chris, that you could recommend to us, it could be a book or a podcast or an item even, what Mm -hmm. it be.
0: Um, well, over over the years, I've watched Gary Vee, and I know that there's so many people on his bandwagon that love him and love all the stuff that he says. And I'm probably one of them because I just like his tenacity and his his drive. And for me, like if if you're growing up and you're wanting to get into any any part of of marketing or any part of like even just pushing your business forward, listening to some of the stuff that he says is is going to fuel your business that alone actually would fuel your business just listening to it so I think he's a really good source and he's a potty mouth but <laughs> he's good He's good for what he, he has to say and I think um, the whole kind of work ethic that he has is, is really good
1: he's so good he's so good if you had the attention of the world Chris and you could send him an email or a text message what sort of thing would you be sending to them?
0: Um, I, th- I think just finding what makes you happy rather than comp- comparing yourself to things. Um, and that's a, Even me saying that out loud sounds cliche, but it, it's like the salt of life. If you're able to find stuff that makes you happy, like if it's your relationships, working on stuff in your own family, working on your extended family, stuff like that is the stuff that makes you happy. And comparing yourself to like having the latest iPhone or the, the nicest car on the road or whatever floats your boat, those are the things that the older you get the, the less the matter, for me anyway that's that's definitely the, the one thing I would try and articulate into a nice email or a nice carousel for Instagram and, and put it out there
1: <laughs> you, you do like your carousels Chris, I I, do. I, I <laughs> think you should make a carousel with that we can link to it <laughs> <laughs> Good. I do that actually uh, Brilliant Chris it's been great speaking to you and uh, Nice to hear that someone who is well, what I've basically got from the whole podcast is that you know what, there's people who've been there and been through a lot of stuff, and yes, this is a very different challenge, mm-hmm. but we're going to get through it, and there's a lot of, a lot of opportunities, and they're in building relationships, definitely. Yeah, and that's exactly so, it. So, brilliant! Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, well,
0: thank you for having me. It was pretty nice talking to you again, Alan, and I'm sure we'll catch you again.